You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. I'm your co-host, Jay Reason, and I'm here with the one, the only, Danny Diablo, a.k.a. Forty Zach. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, E? What's going on, man? How are you? How are you feeling? What's going on? What's good in your life? Fucking the world sucks. I mean, there's a lot of crazy shit happening, but the last episode we did was fucking awesome because it was, A, it was in person, so it was a non-Corona Chronicles episode, so that was kind of cool, right? Um, and that was the feedback on that has been a lot of fun. So while some shit does suck, it was cool that we were able to do a non-Corona Chronicles episode. Can we talk about what the fuck's going on in the, the, the world, the United States? Like, like what? I, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not a political guy, Jay. Go ahead. If you want to, if you would like to speak uh, on it, it's your show, you know. My, oh, this is our show, Jay. So <laughs> um, you're, you're, you're a Cuban-American, right? Yep. Yes. Like, you're, you're, you're like... Uh, I, I I understand the, the world's crazy, but I've been I, on Instagram. I wrote, I wrote, I yeah, I posted something. I was like, I was disgusted what happened at the Capitol. Right. And people went in. I'm talking about these people went in on my thing. Oh, tr- like Trump supporters were like, well, how dare you? But like, and I was like, yo, yo listen. And I was like, listen, I, I don't give a fuck about politics. I remember I told you that. Yeah, I was like, that's like the rule on our show. That's, a, that that's a rule. Like, yeah. Fuck politics. I was like, but I was like, listen, they're like, that was Antifa. Oh, that BLM came into pretending they were Trump supporters went in there. And I was like, I don't care what they were. I said, I said straight up. I said, whoever the first of all. And then, then they said the same stupid shit. It was like, well, BLM destroyed the thing. Why didn't people shoot those people? I said, yo, listen. When BLM destroyed Mama Pop's shops, I was like, they should have been arrested. Uh, people should. If you would have came into my shop and burned that thing and violent, I was I would have shot you in the face. Same thing. The federal, the Capitol. I think that the federal building, Capitol, which is our, our Capitol, our government. If you were on on the property, you should have been shot in the fucking face. I don't care if you're Antifa, or BLM, or fucking Trump, Trumpeteers, what Blue Martians. Fucking but scammed us. You should have got shot in the face. <laughs> and, and people are like, how dare you? As a punk rock, I, hey, first of all, let's just say, I'm New York hardcore. Fuck punk rock. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, 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 we used to beat up punk rockers. I'm sorry. That's what we're getting real. That's, that's the reality of it, right? So fuck you, you fucking punk rock stupid shit, right? <laughs> punk rockers are fucking retarded, drinking, uh, drinking fucking, fucking whatever, moonshine and whatever. <laughs> No, safety pins in here. You see safety pin in my ear or a fucking no, stupid no, dirty crap shirt never, on me? No. <laughs> I'm New York Hardcore, Chromex, not your front. Shut up and suck a dick, right? Amen. Another thing is this. Then all these fucking dudes were like, yeah, but like, like, uh, uh, like, like you, you're down with the government? No. No, I'm not down with the like, 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 Yeah, I'm down with the government. I'm down with the United States. I'm from the United States. Well, well, well anarchy, I said, anarchy, I said, there should be no thing. Like, like, like all these people say defund the police. Like, defund the police. I saw some fucking 
naked motherfucking dude kick some guy down, can't kill him, and the other guy threw him in the third rail the other day. And where's the police? We did you like we need police, motherfuckers. Another thing is, you know why we need fucking the, the, the uh, a government? Because if you let's say, say the, the whack guy that hit me up, like over there, you have your crew and you're all whack, and all you guys listen to fucking to like uh, the baby, and you run around and oh yeah, we we go trap and crap with all that, and and you have your whole crew. And there's anarchy going. My crew is going to kill your crew because we don't want your stupid shit. So we need someone to stop that because I know my crew is going to stop killing everyone that's, that's uh, being assholes. So that's why you need a government. If you didn't, there'll be like just, just like bikers riding around killing each other. You mean that, that, right? That's what that happens. We need we need police. We need government, and we need fucking morons to stay out of it. <laughs> Amen. Mostly people online talking all this shit are morons. So morons, stay home and just work your factory job and get be cool. The, get off the internet, right? Get off the fucking internet. <laughs> right? Federal building, capital of the United States, should have white trash asshole Nazis running around in it. I don't care if you they're fake, this and that. I saw the swastikas. stickers. I saw yeah, the white belt tattoos and all that. Whatever. Yeah, On that Nazis. note, the thing is... Uh, uh, Chubby Fresh from One Life oh, Crew, yeah. you can suck my dick, right? You yeah, I wouldn't. I dick. I didn't want to give. Uh, no, no, no. He got he got his he got his thing his uh thing shut down. Yeah, I saw Chubby that. I didn't. Talking a racist piece of shit, but he's a fucking bitch. Yeah, he's. I just caught him out there talking shit, a fake account to me, and Rick to Life ratted him out. So I talked to Rick to Life. He said, "Yo, it's him. Yo, Chubby Fresh. I'm doing a new Sky record." And I'm, 20 years later, you, I still diss you. Still, you're still a bitch. You're still a punk. And you still never get the fame like I have. So eat a dick. Shout out to Cleveland. And a shout, shout out to all the good people in Cleveland. But Chubby Fresh, you are a bitch. And you will always be a bitch. I, you, it must suck waking up in the morning and look at your mirror and see that fat fucking bitch ass face. Bitch ass nigga. And that's how we start things on that's 2021. Start podcast. Start, that's how we start things <laughs> off on. Uh, <laughs> so I want to, um, I got, I got a sad one to, to point out real quick. I was telling you before we started the show. So I just want yeah. a quick uh, little uh, rest in power. Shout out to my boy, John Luciano Chano from Connecticut. He put out the voice reason on yeah. seven. And rest in power, my brother. So rest in power. He, he, um, I don't want to give too much personal shit yeah. about what happened, but watching uh, your friends decline is something that's horrible, especially when we're all kind of in the same age and shit. It was fucking terrible, but I'm glad he's in a better spot. I love you, Chano. So just quick shout out there. Thank you for putting out our seven inch. You know, it was fucking not yeah. many people, especially as I'll tell you this, as older as I've gotten, and you realize how expensive it is to do a label and you see that this and, dude and was to just deal a, with, to, to deal with young bands also. Yeah. To deal we, with young bands. We, and we, we, we just to be the, in the background and, and we we'll do it for the love of music. Put your stuff out so the world to hear your music. And who else gave you that chance? No, never. I mean, and this is what I'm saying. This is, was in like, you know, in the mid nineties when it was still, you know, when the catalogs and, you know, he put out ads for us. And again, it was as somebody who does a label now and spends money, I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah. You know? yeah. So it back then myself. it was harder then. So I just, you know, I want to just put a little bit of shine on, on my friend and, and the label and I'll, you know, I have some pictures and shit too. Um, the other thing too, E, I just want to do, uh, we had mentioned that, you know what, we had did the, the stigma show. I'm going to hit up your new line in a second, but I just wanted a real quick shout out to everybody who came to Static Era in the holiday season. Static, uh, it, was, it was awesome. Um, 
Yo, a lot of people saw it on the podcast, but yo, a holiday season was sick. Everybody rolled through, bought shit. So guys, thank you so much. E, you have some new product coming out though, which you was gonna was gonna show it off. Tell us about a little bit about the new line you got going on. If people haven't seen it on the on the Instagram, what do you got cooking there? I got the New York Hawker Streetwear um, Pitbull edition. You know, I, I basically uh, ripped off Lonsdale and fucking uh, <laughs> put out some dope stuff. But uh, looks sick. Then go to DannyJalboMerch.com to New York Hawker Streetwear. That's my clothing line. You get the hats. Uh, you got the uh, the beanies on there. You get a whole bunch of stuff. I'm doing a next fe February. This comes out. I'll be doing a, a, a Lord Ezek, the the e-throwing graffiti. It's the first Sick. graffiti. Oh, I, saw, I saw you posted that yesterday. I posted that um, New York Hawker Streetwear uh, graffiti uh, Lord uh, e-throwing. So that, that'll be out on my website when this drops. So just check out the website. Check out the New York Hawker Streetwear clothing line, which I do. And if you want to pick up the baseball hats, you can get New York Hawker Streetwear baseball hats. Go to Generation Records or... Uh, generationrecords.bigcartel.com and get it. And you and I also got a shirt collaboration coming soon too, yes. right? Yes. So we'll that's, that, 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 uh, listen, I, that, I, you want to talk about it now or you yeah, want to wait? I'll talk about, I'll talk about okay. it now. So, so Jay did a dope ass um, um, shirt design. Homage to like, uh, homage to like vintage hip hop style shirts. Yeah, and, like, listen, New York so colors. So I, I brought it to my, 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 to the DRP. I'd be like, DRP, we got to put this out. He goes, I can't. Because we can only do two colors. Okay. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit, that's how that's how primitive uh, New York Hawker Streetwear is." Uh, so, so I had to outsource it and do a collab with Gutter Christ. Uh, Gutter Christ, I put it out. Yay! That's awesome. Yeah, that's that, that, that shirt's gonna be sick. Um, yo, yeah, have you ever thought about? Have you ever thought about doing a re, like almost like a reprint of the old, yes. the Ezek one? The yeah. Ezek one you made? Yeah. Like the, oh, no, 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 not even. No, not even that. The old school. The Japanese old streetwear shit. Would you ever consider reprint? Would you ever? I, 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 I'll break it down. I'll break it down. Because so, people ask you about that. They ask you about that. All shit the, all the but the thing yeah. is, all that stuff had uh, the the letters on it. And uh, would you ever uh, consider doing one without like a modification, modified design? Yes, 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 yes. I'll, I'll change. Wait, we gotta put something in there. I don't know. Maybe streetwear. You know? Yeah. But back then it was cool because anywhere all over the world. You would see people it. see that and be like, "Oh shit, DMS, Lord, he's that." You know, it was crazy. You know what I mean? So yeah, but I, 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 I've always been an innovator. You know what I mean? Like a, like a, like a, oh, like you, it's crazy to see that people know me from fashion. That's how weird is that? But I always been like this, this like I always did my own fashion, my own look. But I never had people put making me up. You know what I mean? This is me. You know what I mean? This is my and life. I, always, I mean, I always remember back in the day, like you were the first kind of to have like a streetwear yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know? Tell, tell, tell that to Hoya. <laughs> well, you know, you know what I'll say is- uh, Hoya, I love you. Casa de Hoya, I love you, but you are competition. I am running you down. I would just- I say, am number one. Diablo, New York uh, Holocaust streetwear, number one. I was gonna say- Casa de Hoya, two and three. That you, that, while you've always been an innovator <laughs> and you still are, uh, in 2020 by being the first hardcore guy on Cameo. So I'm just going to say that first. So first well, listen, uh, they're all fighting up me. You know who they are. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying you're the first. Listen, I'm just saying. With love. I'm saying it with peace Thank and love. You. With peace and love. And but. coffee. And coffee. Yeah, he said get coffee. Now they all got coffee. No, but I'm saying it's interesting to me. I mean, in this, I'm just a little bit here. You and I just going to talk for a second yeah. that we, we start something. 
Yeah. And we do our own thing with that. Yo, listen, I'm just Jay, Jay, Jay come on, they're, they're preaching to the choir. Like, like, <laughs> I know, we, I'm just, I, know. I guess I'm saying it more for We're the people. I'm saying it more for the people that's, I'm saying, yo, me and Isaac see you, we love you, we support you. We love you. you, I give you props. Yo, yeah. listen, I give you guys props. And we're doing our thing, but we're doing our thing here. So it's all good. I'll tell you something else. I'll make Hoya laugh. Like, (laughs) Hoya brought me on tour to Europe. Crown Thorns opened up a Mad Boy in 1995. And on the States, he brought me on the States, the big center, that big tour with Hapri and and Crown Thorns, uh, Hapri and Scarhead. So Hoya has done so much in my career, and I never thought I'd say this, but I owe him a lot. Thank you, Hoya. Yeah, I love Hoya so much, man. I love you, Hoya. I I love um, you. I've been checking out so many of his uh, podcast episodes. I've been listening to a bunch. And we of them. gotta do his podcast. Yeah, yeah we gotta we get on podcast. We gotta tell him that we are the Latinos that are <laughs> number one. We are number one. Casting the Hoyer, his podcast number two. We number one. Um, Diablo's so- dead all day. <laughs> e, what have you been? Uh, what's been going on this week? Like, what have what have you been up to? How was? The- oh, I, I mean, you I was got a mad shit, right? You were working record, record. No, I was recording. Uh, I went to. I did. Um, I um I did a RA the rugged man. Shout out to RA the rugged man. He did I a saw video you shooting that. That was sick. He did a video with uh Master Killer, Ghostface Killer, and Coogee Rap. That's dope. That's no, cool so, that you got to meet all those dudes and shit. Yeah, it, it, well, me uh, Coogee Rat's from the neighborhood, but it was cool talking to him and Coogee Coogee Rat's boy boy Stan. Was from the neighborhood. We all from the like. We all just talked about the neighborhood. It was cool. Uh, so me, Peter Green, Big Lito, <laughs> Joe Pato. Uh, oh my god! I can, I can already... We were in together. We had to take COVID tests. And we all got negative, but but now Big Lito got he's positive. <laughs> he's positive. But right, shout Tommy, out to Big. Tommy's positive. No, we, well, got... Peter, we can't. We don't even know what Peter Green is. He might be dead. <laughs> So I, I gotta go by his house tomorrow to make sure that nigga ain't dead. You mean so? So that's what I'm just saying. As, as so like, Joe Fado is running around after hours and on on, on Roosevelt's uh, after hours with, with no mask, and he thinks it's cool. <laughs> Fuck you, Fado. Guys, as you can see, 21. We are going hard on on uh, Pop Diablo's Den podcast. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, yo, we are. Are we on the network now? So the next episode, I gotta, I, I'm gonna take responsibility on this because there's a lot of technical shit on the back end to yeah. it. But me and Isaac do have an announcement coming very soon. Uh, I'm gonna wait till we do that. But on the next episode, I think we're gonna have something big to talk about that we're really excited about. Um, but let's jump into today's. Can I say one more thing? You could, you could say whatever you want. I just want to say another thing is like, um, I do not tolerate racism at, 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 at any point. You know what I mean? Like, and you know, Knowing that Jay's Cuban and I'm poor, I'm, I'm Puerto Rican Jewish, which mixed the Cuban, you know, the same thing with us. We're all mixed with the with the, the, the Indian on the island. The Spaniards came in and the and blacks and blacks for the slave. So, you know, it's like when people like when people say talk shit, it's because we look a certain way. You know, we we, we are Latinos and we, we have African blood in us and we're fucking. And I'm saying that this racist shit. I don't give a fuck what you are. You know what I mean like? Like you can be left, right, green. I don't give a fuck what you are. I don't fuck politics. You know what I mean? So all you people who are like let this racism slide, suck my dick. That's all. And shall be fresh once again. Suck my dick again. So there you heard it. So yo, we we have a good show uh, today though. All right. Yes, we do. 
we have uh, the first guest we have is, oh, first guest is someone I grew up with from Astoria, Queens. I went on this thing today is from Astoria, Queens. <laughs> so our first guest today is Demi Duvas, Dim Rock I'm gonna from Smarthead Mount Thorns. I'm going to get him in here. So, We're trying to get them again right now. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Uh, so while we get Dimmy in, uh, E, what have you been watching this week? I've, I, I've been watching, uh, Viv's got me watching. Uh, she loves this show called Thousand Pound Sister. That what? I, yeah, you heard me right. Thousand Pound Sister. It's on, uh, you should ask Storm about it. I feel like this is something she'll make you watch. Uh, but we've been watching it. It's fucking insane. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but the title oh. says it all. Thousand Pound Sisters on uh, TLC. Uh, Viv's got me watching that. Uh, I watched her. Uh, I watched uh, the storm, of course. She likes horror and weird shit. She uh, the, the Richard Ramirez uh, thing on Netflix. All right, we're here with the first guest of the night, and this is going to be a really, uh, I think for the, the fans of the show, a very hilarious conversation. I want to welcome, uh, all right, I want to welcome to the show, uh, Dimmy. mostly known for, from, from Scarhead, but I want to welcome Dimmy from Scarhead to Diablo's Den podcast. Yes, Dimmy. I wasn't going to try to, I wasn't going to try to say your last name because I know that I would say Duvas. 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 We call him Dimmy the Greek, everyone. Dimmy the Greek. Italian's Malakas from all over the world. Dimmy, <laughs> Dimmy, what's Sick good, intro. man? How, how are you doing? Chilling, my brother. Everything's good. You know what I mean? Just surviving. You know what I mean? Holding it down. That's it. Yeah. So where are you Dimmy. right now, Dimmy? Tell where you are. I am in Astoria, Queens, the mecca, center of center the of New York hardcore <laughs> and New York hardcore. Yeah, and but also he's rock, he's rocking the culture hat. Shout out to Dreff. <laughs> um, independent business, you know what I mean? Hell yeah, business. gotta support those now more than ever. All um, day, yes, definitely. Dimmy, so I want to ask you: we most what we mo mostly ask is like, what the fuck have you been doing in this pandemic? Like, what did you have planned? I know that obviously you've been playing shows with with Danny, so you guys had shows. Um, tell us. We, had, well, we had the biggest tour, biggest yeah. tour ready to go, and the New York Hardcore Curse hit us. Yeah, go ahead, Dimmy. For tell real. us a little bit about that. It was more like Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. It was like that. <laughs> Mayday. Yeah, we had big plans. We were supposed to go on tour with Crown of Thorns, Sick of It All, Agnostic Fronts, and COVID hit. And we've been waiting since, you know what I mean? Uh, although we really can't do anything else, you know what I mean? Just like everybody else, we're waiting, you know? So we just try to stay positive, try to work on new material, and just try to, you know, Laminate our game, you know what I mean? That's it. <laughs> yep. That's all we can do, you know what I mean? Stay home in the think tank and think about new ways and new vibes. Also, and that, also, you know? also Dimmy, Dimmy and I and Zach, uh, we, we just we, we wrote the, uh, the Scarhead EP, the new EP that's coming out, Generators of Violence. Uh, yeah, yeah, I want to I wanna so, talk a little bit. I want to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Uh, Dimmy, I've obviously I've been a fan of Ezak's from before. Um, what was it like for you to, to like playing together for him and writing for someone like him? Like what, what's that? What's the experience like for you? It's the fucking best. It's natural. It's like breathing. You know what I mean? Yep. It, it's, it's nothing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, the, the way we wrote this generators of violence record was exactly the way we wrote the very, very first scar that we did. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> when I, when I got together, when we said, the New York's hardest comp was supposed to happen. We went there. We were supposed to be Crown of Thorns recording. You know what I mean? We were supposed to do, but our bass player was in 108 and Shelter, and he had previous stuff to do. We got there, 
And we all looked at each other and like, now what? You know, now what do we do? Should we record without him and have Mike play bass? So like, and we were just like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's birth this new band because Hoya came down with us. Yeah. Mondi, like, we all went down to the studio together and birthed. I mean, you stole the name from MQ, but that's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was MQ's band originally, Scarhead. MQ was Scarhead and last was Scarhead. Exactly, exactly. So we kind of like, flipped it from there it was crazy like the way it just went down was all just spur of the moment like you know what i mean it happened so fast like yeah those those, those tracks it was are fucking crazy i was i was, was, hard was, shit was done on some other level like we got there and like literally we we got lost going to the studio no, no, wait, wait, hold on, wait. <laughs> give me give me tell the story let's listen and bundy was with us yo yeah. the, the, shout out to jimmy gestapo jimmy yeah. g because he's oh, the one that gave me all the masculine in the, the cigarette <laughs> thing remember and i ate all the masculine me bundy Hoy, we ate all the masculine i ate the whole i ate like eight hits of masculine oh and, and we, came, we couldn't find the studio for like two hours remember <laughs> we were talking to the guy fucked up big it blue <laughs> big big blue meanie yep big blue meanie yeah yeah that was the yeah, right there yeah. Yo, Dimmy, so when you, let, let me talk, let me ask a little bit about uh, New York's Hardest. So like when you recorded those songs in the studio, did you know you had a feeling? Because those songs obviously hit a certain way when they came out. Fans, like, did you know you had something special there? Or were you like, hell no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was, it was there. I was literally like, you know, I saw Hoya and Mike, like, you know, throwing out riffs and just jamming and you know what I mean? Getting down, you know? And I just tried to get out their way and I waited till they had a little something built up together. And then I said, all right, let's, let's get together a little bit and, you know, make this happen, you know? So I went, I was actually recording my track in a basement, so I didn't even see what they were doing, you know what I mean? They were upstairs in a control room, and I was in a basement, and they saw me on a monitor. So they were watching what I was doing on a monitor. It was kind of crazy. Do, do you remember? So I was just happy remember? we got out of it with, like, one of the fucking, you know, to me, one of the best recordings I was ever on, you know what I mean? And I've do, been on do you remember? a lot of recordings, you know? Jimmy, <laughs> do you remember when, uh, when, when we were in the van? And we had no no music, and I was humming the words of Mike. I was like, we were definitely there was a lot of shit going on back then, you know. <laughs> like we didn't have, we got lost getting there. Like by the time we got there, we were just oh shit, we got to record now. Like damn, we don't got we didn't have anything, you know. Like literally, like okay, let's start riffing and let's start going, you know. And that's how everything really that was the birth of Scarhead, you know. Fitting, yeah, that's <laughs> it was really a fitting birth if you think about it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. We've we've had some really great Scarhead episodes here, um, and I always just again as a fan love hearing, you know, those stories. So talk about now 2020, 2021. Uh, you know, Danny says, you know, you get a, a call or a text, and he's like, "Yo, new Scarhead, let's go." What do you or what are you thinking? Are you there? Or you're just like, I got a bunch Dave, of questions before I jump in. Or <laughs> nah, never, never, ever. No, Dimmy's ever. right. Dimmy's right, 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 right yeah. here, right. My partner, crime. Listen, I'm a free spirit. Everybody knows that. You know what I mean? You tell me fucking this way, let's go. You know what I mean? I, go, I, yeah. That's how I rock. <laughs> I don't question. I don't fucking throw out fucking, oh, no, and this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, just point your life. and let's do it. You know what I mean? Let's it's your it life. It's your life. Exactly. I breathe this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's from my neighborhood, too. A story has a huge part to play in hardcore to me. You know what I mean? And how it helped me progress as a human being. It was a catalyst to how many bands I was in, too. Like... If I wasn't in Astoria, forget about it. There was no way yeah. I'd be able to get to all these bands that I played in, too. You know what I mean? So it was just, yeah. it's crazy. And Scarhead now, to be back in Scarhead, too, that he called me back and he was like, yo, let's do this again. You know what I mean? And write a new record. I was all in, you know what I mean? <laughs> all in, all in. I went, we, 
literally like we got on the plane. We didn't have anything. Me, him, and Zach. We didn't have anything. We got on the plane and we flew there and we and we came back with a record. You know what I mean? Crazy, <laughs> was, man. In a week. Yo, a Zach weekend. is Zach is such a fucking awesome guitar player. Man. I love Zach. Zach is one of the right best songwriters out yeah, there. He's such a fucking. He's such a dope guitar player, man. I, um, yes. You know, whether it's fucking, you know, agents or fucking, you know, any. No, I, 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 no one, listen, can I tell you something? Zach doesn't get the props he does in New York hardcore. Yeah. There's people that get props. And, and, and I, you know, we brought Matty Pasta in when Zach, when I was playing with Zach, Matty Pasta creeped in to start and got, and Zach got, got married and all that stuff. Then Matty Pasta took over. So working with Mike DeJean, working with Zach, and working with Manny Pasta are three fucking three of the best New York hardcore New York hardcore guitar players. I'm saying I put them against everyone. And mm-hmm. Manny Pasta, Ma- Manny Pasta has the soul of like how Todd Youth was. Todd Youth is the best hard rest in peace. Was the best New York hardcore guitar player. He Not had so much soul. You mean so? Uh, so Manny Pasta had that, but Zach. Could write better than everyone. Yo, listen. A lot of these guys could write, 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 write adults, but they can't for write. For days, like that. too. For days, for days. I could roll with this kid. He writes better than these guys. It's insane. It's insane. Zach, we I love you. Though. Even though you're from Jersey, Zach, I love you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though you're from the home of a toxic Avenger. <laughs> no i was saying it's interesting to me too that you guys go and do records with no nothing written just like yo let's go for it, that's uh, how it's well, that's, to be. you know what we, we did that with the very very first one the uh drugs money sex was kind of written like that so yeah. i felt like generators of violence Keep i haven't going. done a record a scarhead record in so, so so damn long i said you know what we should do the same fucking vibe go in there and just let that right. shit out raw energy you know what i mean whatever off the top and that's it you know like fire and desire that's it so that's what we did thank you force five records thank you donnie shout out to god force five records now have a force real hardcore band starhead on the label for real. for real oh yeah Force five all day ruckus um, no ah i was waiting for that so Jimmy, <laughs> outside of uh outside of scarhead what else you been working on uh, I mean, I was playing with Still Sue. We had like a little reunion. We, you know, yep. we got back together. We recorded some new stuff. We did a podcast. So uh, the Still Sue yeah, thing. Yeah, I was, I was, I was trying to get a. Uh, I was trying to. I mean, who was I talking to in Still Suit uh, about trying to get some back catalog reissued? Um, Julian. Yeah, I was talking to Julian actually. Yeah. Right. Um, because the Green Spock ears was was it was back up or something. But yeah, that was I, big. I, I I love Still Suit, man. I, that record that you guys did with Don Fury on Building Records is like. Thank you, thank you. That shit was dope, man. We, I, uh, I played in a band called Voice Reason that recorded with Don right around the same time as he had building and shit, man. And I remember when that record came out, man. We fucking, I still got the CD, Dimmy. That shit was dope, dude. Thank you, thank you. It was we caught like the last of like record labels, you know what I mean? Like the the tail end of the record industry, you know what I mean? And we were lucky enough to catch. TVT, who was kind of like a major Yeah, no, they of, had like you know Nine Inch Nails at the nine time. Inch nails. Fuck KMFDM, right, I think was on there. Mate. They, were, they had yeah, some yeah. fucking fans. It was bugged out because when we got signed, they signed Seven Dust, then they signed... Yep, Seven uh, Dust. Seven Dust, signed, I signed with them. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice guys. VOD. They signed VOD, too, for a while. They had yep. VOD and Yeah, that, that, Bliss, that Bliss, from Bliss to Devastation record was, was on TV. Yeah, right. TVT they had, was a monster, man. Yeah, they had Little John, Eastside Boys. Yeah. Well, that's a, I think yeah, Little John yeah. was... Little, little John was probably... Yeah. Out of a, what? 
uh, Little John was probably filming all the metal and rock records that were being made. What? Yeah. Right, 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 right. Um, Timmy, tell me a little bit about Still Suit for the listeners who aren't familiar. Like, um, because if you're a fan of Crown of Thorns, Still Suit uh, isn't too far removed musically from it. With it, because got the groove. I mean, vocally, maybe I, I am. I am much smaller than Julian. Better looking. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but Julian's a great dog, Julian. For for people who yeah, don't know, tell tell the, the listeners a little bit about that band because I do think there might be some crossover there with some fans of the our show who would listen to Still Suit for sure. Yeah, Still Suit is definitely you know I mean it came out of like the Bond Street era I want to say because oh, we played shit. a lot of Bond Street Still shows. Shit. You know what I mean? And we played a lot of like it was yeah exactly us Still Suit shift. Yeah. a couple of other bands that Doggy Dog did their thing in Bond Street, Life Agony did their thing in Bond Street. Yeah. So it was like a weird little scene going there just at that club. And we played that club a lot. And we did I, I, really I, well I, there, I, you know, pack shows, whatever, whatever. Wait, who, who, did you, well, who did you fight in there? Mad TMR kids out there. <laughs> I remember, I, I, I remember me, my, me and Shavar fought out there. And now me and Shavar are, are best friends. Shout out to Shavar and TMR. <laughs> word, word. That's how it is. That's how it is. You know what I mean? You get older. And you realize the guys you have problems with are exactly the same as you. Yeah. No. And you're boy, well, we're not, boy. Not, yo, not always, because there's some other fuckers I hate that I don't give a fuck and never remember. <laughs> no, I don't even want to know if we're even the fucking any similarity. So fuck them, like you said, you know. But but, uh, but you know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Foxy Cafe used to have also all the hip hop shows. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. hip hop clubs. Yeah, oh after my god. Oh my God! Let's not get into the sheets and pillows stuff because that's a whole up. That's a different episode. Wait, 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 like episodes, whole episodes on just what happened at sheets and pillows. Like there was a lot of crazy shit that went down. <laughs> and I rolled with E at that time with some like we were bandmates, but like friends. You know what I mean? We chilled after practice, before practice. You know what I mean? All that other shit. You know what I mean? I'm you know. So we went to a lot, a lot of yeah. I took Jimmy everywhere. I took you with me, Jimmy. We went everywhere. For real, for real. We did, um, we did, we did, we did. But still suits, so go back to still suits. So yeah, second. I want to talk, about, I want to talk a little bit more about still suits. We so. have similarities, but I feel like still suit so was more like uh more no, burn, I'm, quicksand, yeah, was, you know what I mean? Post hardcore ish. Yeah, you know, yeah. Whereas Crown of Thorns, we had our own lane. We weren't like trying to do polo, we were just doing our own. Like no, of course, <laughs> I'm saying though that there might be Mike Dijon was writing riffs that oh when yeah, he, yeah. When I first first heard him in my basement, I was like, yo, what the fuck? Because I thought he was gonna come at me with some like Bulldoze, heavy, fast, you know, like hard yeah. shit, you know, mad ball dropping many suckers just yeah, he was coming at you with so rush. I thought rush, he was gonna come at me rush, with rush, like that, you know? And he came at me with this, you know, like almost yes feel, you know, and I was like, yo, you know, wow. <laughs> I really was like perplexed, like what the fuck do I play to this to make it sound hardcore-ish? You know what yeah, I mean? Right. I really didn't even know what to do over it, you know what I mean? So we tried to like, when we put that early stuff together, we went our own way. We didn't try to follow nobody, we were just, you know what I mean? I don't know where Dijon was coming up with these riffs, <laughs> but he did, and we just took our own little path. You know what I mean? We went, we took an exit left. You know what I mean? And we went that way. Like yeah, we weren't no, trying I mean, to, no, we weren't trying to sound like quicksand. We, listen, 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 listen. We, we, we were, we were, we went, we went on the interborough instead of the BQE. We were like, come on, right? Yeah, no, that, Jackie Robinson. Those songs are fucking classics, man. And, and and I mean, everybody, you know, it's it's a staple about what we talk about on the on this uh, podcast when we have guests, you know, that's everybody talks to E about how those, how important those records are 
um, to them, um, you know, I mean, dude, even to me as a fan, dude, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like you, Demi, when Isaac asked me to do this show with him a couple of years ago, I was like, fuck yeah, man, let's do this shit. Like, I'm a fan, you know what I mean? And I believe in, in, in my, in my brother here and what he's doing and shit, you know? For so sure. like, um, I want to ask you too, then. So just uh, go back on still suit for a second, Don Fury, fucking legendary producer, amazing, amazing individual. I got to recorded so much stuff with him and learned so much. Like, dude, what the, what was it like for you to record and be on his label for him to pick you guys? Like, was that, well, like, you're a hardcore kid. So what's that like? Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. Was it, it was way better working with Tom Swords, wasn't it? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Let's not go there, bro, because that's that's episode of fucking dragon. That's the episode I don't ever want to talk about. How about that? <laughs> but the Don Fury episode we could talk about because it was, you know, it was definitely like his catalog was sick. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I Don said, is like the man. Quicksand Burn, uh, youth, uh, youth of Today, Gorilla Biscuits, like Ignacio he did Front, side, yeah. side by side. You know, what I mean? he did like everything. Everything. You know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> Everything on Revelation pretty much came out through Spring Street. Yep. You know what I mean? It was on Spring Street, the studio. So everything came out from that studio. You know what I mean? He was mad cool with us too. He has such a relaxed. Yeah, vibe he's always. Yeah, he we was super laid back. He pressed record and was like, "Do you think?" You know what I mean? <laughs> and I love shit like that. You know what I mean? I don't want fucking somebody on my. Oh, you know, me in the little rack, up, in the little plastic cage. Right in the little. Like, yeah, of course, of course, the sweat bubble, the sweat the bubble, sweat bubble. Yeah. yeah, back. Yeah, in yeah, the, yeah. with the, the stripe. Twisted Sister drum set. Yeah, everything worked organic. Everything sounds organic. Yeah, because he he didn't fuck around. He knew what he did. He had. He, he didn't play. He didn't fuck with your head. Right? He pressed record and he let the bands do what they had to yeah, do and no, express we, themselves. You know what I mean? And learned, that was it. We learned so much with him, man. Like I said, I was 16, 17 when we first recorded with him. You know, dude, like our drummer was 15. Um, and he was just, dude, we were like starstruck, you know, like it's like you walk in, see all this shit, and it's like uh you know, man, it's just fucking cool experience. And over time, I've only appreciate. I I was psyched on it then, but I love it more now that we did stuff at Spring Street, and you know, so that's why I like to ask you, Demi, you know, because again, you you did uh, records there and recorded there. It's just a cool thing, you know. I would think yeah. that that's a cool vibe. Oh, Jimmy. for sure, for sure. Hold Definitely. on, hold on. It opened doors too. You know what I mean? Meeting him, I met so many other people. I got. We got on TVT and then I got sponsored through Premier Drums. You know what I mean? That's awesome. that, you know what I mean? I had full sponsorship. It was insane. Like for somebody, for somebody who came from a story, it's from like a bullshit, you know what I mean? I started out in a bullshit high school band, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and then I met E and then shit started popping and like still Sue started popping. Yeah, then, then, you know, then, then you played those kind of levels was fantasy. No, you know remember that? Straight I mean, fantasy, you know? Hey, Breed. Oh my God. Yeah, that was another, that was... Thank Vaughn Lewis for that. My man, Vaughn Lewis. God bless you, Vaughn Lewis. Man. Look Love you, Vaughn Lewis. Shout out, Vaughn. When I stopped playing in Still Suit, I got a call from Vaughn and was like, yo, Jamie needs a drummer. And I knew Jamie from, obviously, Crown of Thorns. He had come down. He was a young kid when he was coming down, passing out flyers at CBs and whatever, you know? So I had met him through that. So we were cool, but it was just bugged out to be... Vaughn hit me up on some, yo, they need a drummer. Would you be down? And I was... I never... Never crossed my mind. A band in Connecticut, you know what I mean? <laughs> and at that time, uh, their first record, Satisfaction, just came out. So I really, you know what I mean? I was like, wow, this is bugged out. You calling me to go play with them? All right, let's fuck with it. I went out there, I met Sean Martin. We sat down, vibed out. Right. Sean, Sean Martin's Sean the man. Martin's love you. Love best. all the guys in the band. R.I.P. Boulder, you know what I mean? I, I met him. It was Boulder, surreal, really, you know what I mean? Because... A week before that, the record, their record just dropped, or two weeks before it just dropped. I just heard it for the first time. I never thought 
they would hit me up to like, oh, you want to jam? You want to, you know, fill in for a little while? I was like, word, you know? And my first show with them was uh, New England Death Metal Fest. We played with oh, Morbid okay. Angel. <laughs> Bananas, you know what I mean? <laughs> Bananas shit, you know what I mean? I, I, with Hatebreed, I enjoyed so much, not the 45 minutes that we were on stage, the 24-7 where we were chilling, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I got. It was fantasy, you know what I mean? I, that was the, the best time of my life. You know what I mean? We dude, went to dude, we, Jamie, uh, listen, play listen. a big tour. We went out to a Scarhead and Motorhead, the infamous tour. They dropped it. <laughs> wait, 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 say, time out, time out, time out. tour. Tell him, tell I him. Scarhead last on that show, on that tour. <laughs> wait, 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 tell him what happened in Cleveland when I jumped out oh, of the van. Jay Reason, check this out. So me and Chris Beatty, we like to throw the ball around before you know the shows. You know what I mean? So oh, we got yeah. gloves. We're throwing the ball around like we're getting ready to play. We're throwing the ball around. We went to the front of the club to throw the ball around. So it was early in the day, like sound check shit. You know? So we're <laughs> hanging out in front of the club. Cops rolled up all of a sudden. They like you and you get in the car. We're like, what? You match a description. What? Take us in the car. They take us to the fucking precinct. Some kid there, all tattooed, and we're like, what the fuck's going on here? Points to both of us, whatever cops are like, that him? No, no. The kid like was like, nah, nah, it's not him, not him. So he fucking just let us go. We were like, what was that about? So we get back to the fucking, we had a little RV rented out. We get back to the RV. Who we see in there? This dude right here. <laughs> 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 Laughing with that same smile. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, I try, I pull one and one right away because he was hiding out. You know, he's like. <laughs> This nigga did something. <laughs> I say, who did you punch, man? What, what the fuck happened, bro? Why did they want me? Why did they think I was you? Or why did they think Chris Beatty was you? You know what I mean? Like, what happened? Yeah. Well, what did happen, kid? I mean, seriously. Goes, what, what happened? Yeah. What happened? Oh, listen, listen. We were driving. We're driving the Scarhead van, and all of a sudden, I saw Chubby Fresh talking on the phone in the payphone, like talking to people. Like he was scouting out the place, like talking. Yo, he's, he's not here. I'm over here, whatever. So the second I said, yo, stop the van. They wouldn't stop the van. So I jumped out of the van while I was going like 20, 15 miles per hour. I jumped out, ran up to him, punched that nigga dead in his fucking face. I was like, what up, nigga? Blow! He's like, oh! He I never see a fat guy run so fast. He, yo, I, I beat him. I hit him like twice on the phone. He ran, crying. Yo, he called the cops. He actually called the cops on me. And, and I had paperwork on him. He's a snitch. Chubby Fresh, Tony Pines is a snitch and he's a fat fucking racist. And I'll do it again, Your Honor. <laughs> Amen. So, yo, on yeah, that yeah, note, yeah. we're going to wrap up. <laughs> on that up. note, we're gonna, we're gonna... <laughs> I, didn't get locked up. I went back to the Winnebago and he was there laughing his ass off. <laughs> they got kicked off the tour, like Scarhead at that time. I wasn't in Scarhead, so they got, they got kicked off the tour. <laughs> It was crazy. It was crazy. It was Banana's tour. Let me rest in peace. Yeah, let me rest in peace, man. He took me under his wing, man. He was a great guy. He was like me. He loved gambling like me. So we used to link up and go to casinos. He was the greatest dude. He he loved loved gambling, too. Then, oh, forget it. Like me. You know what I mean? He was the best. best. True Greek. True Greek or gambling. Real quick story. Uh, One time I was sound checking. Me and Mickey D, the drummer, was having, we were having a drink at the bar, so... Sound check came up. My guys was like, yo, you got a sound check. I was like, damn, I got to go. He was like, I'll come check you out. I go start playing, whatever. Sound check finishes. I get off. He's like, hey, mate, you got a crack cymbal you're playing with? I was like, yeah, shit's, you know, tough times, you know, hardcore, you know? And he was like, mate, you can't play with no crack cymbals. Oi, he called one of his roadies. Boom. He fetched me a cymbal, like, within fucking minutes, like, on some fucking 
FBI shit, breaks That's the branding awesome. symbol, replaces it for That's me. Special. I'm like, I'm like, yo, how much I owe you, bro? He's like, oh, nothing, nothing. He's like, come on, I'm sponsored, mate. It's all good. Mickey D looked out. You know what I mean? The greatest That's guy. Cool. Awesome, man. Bro. Now he plays with the Scorpions, too, fucking. So that's, that's, that's some fantasy awesome, shit, you man. know what I mean? The guy's got a fantasy, like, list of bands that he's played with, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> And to be hooked up by somebody like that was, it was great. Surreal, cool. you know? Surreal cool. stuff. That's cool, man. So, yo, Demi, uh, before we let you go, where can everybody catch up with you online? Uh, what are you working on? Give everybody a little quick uh, elevator pitch on what's going on before we wrap up. Well, the new Scarhead which is coming out real soon. He's going to go yes. there soon and laminate the rest with Joe Fatal and a couple other special guests. You know, yes, that's yes. going to drop real soon on Force 5 Records. Thank you, Don. So that's what I do hardcore-wise, that and the Still Suit. I've been working on the Still Suit. We got a couple of new songs that Yo. we did, a, that Axe to Grind podcast. We did like yeah, a live shout set. out Axe to Grind. Those are our boys. Big shout out. Yeah, cool. big time. Shout out Axe to Grind. So uh, we, you know, we're gonna try to like put those things together slowly. You know what I mean? Ain't no rush. Hey, Dimmy, really, let, let, don't forget I got a label, Static Era. You know, man. I, I oh, you got the record stuff. store, kid. I got. I got. Well, I got a label and a store. So come you, yeah, don't forget. Right. I, I'd like to make an offer on Still Suit when the demos are ready. So make sure, yeah! make, make sure they come across. Uh, like Julian knows, I had talked to him before. So make sure that comes across my desk. You heard it here first. I, I like to make an offer. On oh that. shit! Definitely. Yes! definitely yeah, yeah, Um. Dimmy, where can people find you online? Where can we hit you up on Instagram, Facebook, all the Instagram. good stuff? Instagram. Instagram only. I don't fuck okay. with anything else. Instagram only. Dimrock11. Dimrock. All right. And awesome. And that's it. And then you could catch me live, you know, whenever we're playing shows, come through. You know what I mean? Yeah, you'll I'll definitely like... hear about any any shows oh, and stuff oh, here oh, on, the, uh, Always. on on the good podcast, time. man. All right. Well, Dimmy, yo, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank man. you, Jay Reason. Yeah, always. 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 Queens, the Mecca of hardcore. It is the Mecca. Murphy's Law, Leeway. Come on, stop playing. I mean, yeah, we got we our, go ne our next guest is uh, is Jimmy is Jimmy G, man. So shout out to everybody. Uh, wow, you got the Jimmy Dimmy show. Come on, yeah. stop playing. Shout out to everybody. Jimmy, Jimmy, story, yeah. Rules episode. I went to high school with his brother Johnny. All good, you know. What yeah. I mean? <laughs> We're gonna I to bring that. I went to the high school ten with him. I went to Johnny's ten. the best, the best. Johnny's the best. You know what I mean? Charmers, <laughs> Charmers. Still works at Charmers, bro. All day. <laughs> love it, love it. My Chase dad worked at Charmers. My I worked at Charmers, and Joe Bruno worked at Charmers. See, I met I met, my, I met Joe Bruno through my father. Wow, your dad was security <laughs> over there, right? He was running shit, right? Wow. I remember, I remember you were working up in there because I remember I met you. I worked, worked there for three four years. Yeah, yeah, we started playing handball across the street on, on your Dude, boots. I worked <laughs> oh, awesome. man, basketball handball. Awesome, man. Well, Dimmy, we will catch up with you soon. Uh, Love you, Dimmy. All right. See you, my brother. Take Love care, man. Good. We're, we're yeah. back with one of one of the guests that me and me and Danny have been waiting a long time to have. So I want to welcome to the Corona Chronicles. Everybody welcome Jimmy G from Murphy's Law. Hey, what's up, Jimmy? What's Jimmy, up, how are you? Hey, hey, wait, I'll be right how back. How are you doing? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. I've been laying low, dude. I grew my hair back. Oh, shit. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I, grew, I grew a beard, grew my hair back. Yeah. Oh, I like that. It throws me off, dude. You look totally... Ten bucks, Amazon! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looks good looks good on zoom oh it looks great yeah 
It's funny. You almost look like a like a L.A. rock producer guy or something, right? Like I got, I got, that, I got that classic Todd Youth hairdo. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Man, let me take this off. It's fucking hot and itchy. There we go. There that's we me. Go. There's yeah. that's, that's the guy we love that's and hate. That's the guy we know. Like a plastic hair in my eye. Yo, Jimmy, so so thank you so much for joining us. Obviously, technical shit. There was a bunch of stuff always. I happening. got nothing else to do. I'm sitting here in a goddamn pandemic. Yeah, let's well, let's talk about that because that's affected Murphy's Law is one of the fucking bands you go to see. Uh, you know, you go to see uh the New Year's Eve. There are so many things I missed. So let's talk a little bit about that. How bad does this suck for fucking for as a Murphy's Law fan? Well, we haven't been able to party. You know, we all we all complain, you know, like it's never gonna go away or anything. We never thought that. Uh, a pandemic would stop our music scene because nothing stopped our music scene. You know, right. pol police at shows, you know, uh, doing illegal shows. Everyone's like, why don't you guys go do underground shows? I was like, that's how we started. But now when we did underground shows, it was because the shows were illegal and there were right. no liquor licenses. Now there's a, there's a health risk factor. I don't want to get some fucking kid sick and he goes home and kills his grandmother with this shit. You know, yeah. I'm not yeah. afraid of it. I'm not running around with a mask on unless I'm inside and around fucking other fr frightened people. But I'm, I'm not going to do a show until something's figured out where uh, I'm not going to get sued and ruin my life. Because there's some <laughs> already kids fall down and break their pinky and sue the and club sue, yeah. and the band and sue everybody. I don't, need, I don't need some ridiculous. kid realistically me killing somebody being responsible for that and have that on my back. No, that's a really, that's a really good point. And Bertha's dead because Jimmy spit beer in my face. <laughs> and look, I'm fucking, I'm so embarrassed. Behind me is the box for the MIDI keyboard I bought to try to keep myself busy. Well, no, there's a, there's a GoFundMe for Aunt Bertha. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was it? Mad, mad Marge, large Marge, large Marge, large Marge. Marge. <laughs> it was. It, hang on, let me check. I got. I got to get. Oh, there we go. There was a dot behind me. I'm trying to get the right lighting in here. Oh, there we go. There, oh, hey, there, there you go. go. There there go. go. All right. By the miracle of LED desk lighting. <laughs> hey Jimmy, you guys did do a live stream though. That was really cool. Uh, how did that come together? Obviously, I mean, hated I it. You didn't like it. Okay. <laughs> Talk a little bit about that experience. And, and I'll do it on on your guys' show. We're playing on New Year's Eve. I, I keep looking this way because that's where the fucking camera is. If I if I look this way, I can't see you guys. This is this whole shit is so awkward. It's crazy, right? I I I I, I don't know what to do. I'm like, I don't know. I can't even share these mushrooms I got with you. Oh, oh man, oh, that's my favorite thing. Or any of these other packages I have. <laughs> I've been on the wagon for two weeks. Um, no, actually, it's been fucking lame. It's it, there's nothing. You know, we play plenty of empty shows, but that's by, <laughs> by the choice of the people. Anybody yeah. can just walk in the door and come see you. It's another thing to play a show in front of eight cameras, and the state is telling you that no one's allowed to come in. But they're telling us that masks will protect us. Then why can't my fans and friends come in with masks on? You know, they're telling us that masks are safe, but they're releasing fucking criminals from prisons because it's, it's not safe. Well... It's not safe to let criminals out of prisons, is it? To us. This whole thing is a fucking joke and a clusterfuck. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, you, you want to, you, do you got a Joker poker machine behind you? Yeah, I got, I got Mortal Kombat, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just a fucking, it's a joke. It's, 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 you know, now Cuomo's doing his governor's ball, but you don't see anybody else booking shows or concerts. <laughs> Cuomo's a fucking prick. 
We thought Giuliani was a dick. Boy, I was going to say, man, how 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 Woo! great, how spot on was that? Uh, Giuliani is, he can sit on my lap and give me a kiss right now. Jesus <laughs> Christ, we hated his guts. Now, 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 gee, you thought he was a problem. Chew, wait, wait, till, wait till this next fucking four years of comedy comes in. You know, who's the, who's the worst? De Blasi. Oh, my uh, God. The Bozo? The Bozo. The Bozo. He's fucking well, the worst in the world. Shit. Shit rolls downhill and it lands it with the turd. You know, he, you know, it starts with the, it starts with cock, cocksucker Cuomo and it lands at the Blasio. But, you know, <laughs> now, you know, now we got all our wonderful punk rock hardcore friends that uh, all of a sudden have sucked Bernie, uh, Bernie Sanders' dick and, and, uh, and whoever else that president is. What's his name? Biden? Who <laughs> He should be president for about 45 minutes before he dies. He's 80 years old. 80, 80 years old. The guy's been in politics for almost 50 years and has done nothing. What job do you work at for 47 years and do nothing and become the boss? American presidency. That's it. You know, America, go figure. America. I'm not, America. And I'm not picking sides. The fucking orange guy was no fucking gift to us either. Murphy's a fucking mess. No, Mur- right no Murphy's law is always about partying. Fuck, fuck. Po- one of the one things fuck we politics. Is, uh, politics. The Party one thing is- we. It's the politics of partying, gentlemen. The, the one thing we love the most about Diablos, then, is that we don't talk about none of that stuff here. Wait, wait, you know what we talk about? We know what we talk about right now? Listen, Jimmy, Jimmy. You know what we talk about Diablos, then, politics? Uh, 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 I got a pimple uh, on my head. About? Uh, we talk about cocaine etiquette. That's what I was going to say. If they shut down fucking Columbia, then we'll talk politics. One time, one time I yelled at Slane. I said he had to, before he became sober, I said he had the worst cocaine etiquette in the world. I was like, I was like this. I was like, uh, you know when you're all hanging out and doing coke and one guy goes, and, and, and all, you're going to the end of the cocaine and you're like, oh, uh, you, don't you have a bag? And he goes, no, I don't have a bag. Then he runs into the bathroom and you hear him. I'm like, that fuck is, you. That, that is that's, bad. That's the worst cocaine that, etiquette in the world. That is bad. I did one one time we were in a hotel room and uh, we had like another eight ball, which is a lot. And everyone, yeah. that's a lot to be missing. And everyone's like, which, which, where is it? Where is it, Jimmy? Where is it? I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Everybody finally gives up. And everybody, 50 people sleeping in a hotel room, miserable, trying to see. We get up the next morning, the fucking bag stuck to the side of my head. Oh, <laughs> so needless to say, the day started out pretty interesting. That's a good day. Uh, Jimmy, I was uh, I was talking. Uh, I wanted to talk to Jay about the uh, first of all, you're from Astoria, Queens, the the mecca of the world, the mecca of hardcore, it's mecca of New York rock hardcore. and hardcore are born and, yep. and made. Yeah, uh, Brooklyn. I say it all the time. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah okay, whatever. What, what's going whatever? On? Queens. Tell him, Jimmy. Tell him. Hipsters, Brooklyn, hip hop, and rock and roll is in Queens. Yes. Run no, DMC, no. Queens. Run DMC, Queens. Kiss, Queens, Queens. I, I Queens. think it's like Queens, Urban Weights, Queens, Reagan Youth, Queens, Kraut, Queens, Killing Paul Time, Queens. Killing Time, Queens, Paul Simon, Queen, all the Jews, Queens, Ramones, Ramones, that's yeah, everybody, everyone. Well, what else you got? Wait, wait, I don't know, that's it. What Bur- uh, Bernadette Peters? White Castle? White, White Castle. <laughs> Angel, Angel Dust, Forest Park, Queens. QPs? QPs? Oh, QPs. 
Going to pounds. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Brian High School. Junior High School 10. Uh, I didn't make it that far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> punk rock ruined my life. You know, well, so I'm gonna I'll, let's talk about punk rock ruining lives and starting because uh I'm gonna I'm gonna go back a couple episodes where Jimmy I had was talking to uh I can't remember if we were talking to Tim Bohr or something, but I had mentioned that the first time in one of my first early experiences in hardcore and booking shows ever was booking Murphy's Law at the tune in, uh wow. like probably like nineteen ninety-five for New Haven, Connecticut. And I remember uh, posting on a message board to try to book you guys and Tim Bohr uh, sent me an email and that's how I found you and, and ever since then man I have been such a big fan and you know, you, like a very full circle moment to, to have you on the show uh, but Thank I always tell that story because hardcore has always been this like uh, accessible thing where the guy you know like everybody's for the most part very friendly and wants to help you get started and stuff so i always appreciated man you being super well, cool and, and then the internet happened now everybody <laughs> fucking hates each other and stabs each other in the back but yeah, yeah the away. internet has the internet has definitely ruined uh, a lot of things man but our, our good friend uh, our good friend rick healy sent me a message i thought he just exclusively hated you now danny but i got a message uh, <laughs> i got my I, we all had our a, turn what did, what did he say to you we, he, we called me a, he called me a druggy clown i said well wow the news is out now <laughs> <laughs> at least he's not lying now yeah. Yo. and then i said to him I, you know and i i sympathize with the guy because something slipped in his head i said yeah i said so I, said, I, said, I said i said rick what's the matter you off your meds again i said i never did anything to you why are you gonna talk down about me and then i blocked him that's it yeah i've been, and, I've been... What's that his thing? he's gonna call me a loser i'm a loser i'm just finishing my my, my record right now and then starting my reggae record and do, you know i just put out a bobblehead He's a nipplehead. I'm a bobblehead. Fuck him. He's still selling cassettes. Who wants a fucking cassette player? Yeah, you know what it is, Jimmy. When people when people see that 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 you're doing good and you're still going strong and you still you're still relevant, these people get upset and they they they're on the computers and they bug out. They can't they can't say it to your face, right? Fucking hate is gonna hate. Yo, you guys are gonna laugh. On the bottom, on the bottom of the screen, there's a little red thing. It says "leave." Uh, leave. I thought, I thought it said "love." Oh, <laughs> I was like, fucked up my glasses. I was gonna hit the, I hit the, the love, love button. Everyone, love disappe party. everyone disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and just, well, and just even talking about like what 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 he, what Danny was just saying. I mean, Jimmy, you've had such a fucking long and interesting, uh, not even just in music, dude. Just yeah, your listen, career listen, listen. and path. Like, what I happens when you do drugs and wander the streets for twenty four hours? Well, you know what's funny? Is I, 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 I would say like, I would say something about Jimmy 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 G. I would oh. say I know I know Jimmy from I went to school with his brother John. And, uh, and oh, I, don't, we, I don't talk to him anymore. I know, but listen, listen, listen. <laughs> when I, 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 we're eighth grade together, so I, me and John just steal his weed. My my Manila my Manila dime bags that my cousin <laughs> Billy used to sell in the park. We used to have we used to have a, a, a scanner, a police scanner, and this is how long ago it was. Over at the park, the sanitation park here, he used to sit on the bench, and I used to go back and forth with VHS cassette, the plastic cassette boxes. The black ones you'd get yep. from the rental place, yes. and my they'd be full of bags. And I'd bring that and hand them the cassette box, and he'd hand me the other one with the money in it. And we'd just go back and forth with the with the boxes. Returning video so, tapes. So I, I so and my first my first my first show was ever a Halloween show at the Grand oh. at Murphy's Law. Jimmy put Crown Thorns on in 1993. That's awesome. It was my first show ever 
and and, and now Crown Thorns starts. How crazy awesome. is that? You know, it reminds, like, it, reminds, it reminds me of some words. My friends look out for me like family. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, let's can we can let's let's go back to the early days, man, because I know that the, that's a lot of the shit that people want to like talk man, about. That, that was back when fucking sex was dirty and the air was clean. I, and that's the shit I want to know about. So. <laughs> when, like looking back, like obviously you've seen things like Godfather's a hardcore and all these things. Like, what is it like to see the footage of your friends and even of yourself? Like, my back, friends like, doing what, movies about themselves. Well, just like, what is it like to, to just take to take to take that in? You know what I mean? I, you know, I I think it's great because our format, our form and format, the format of the way obviously what we're doing now is quite different. And everybody should stop. Should use it for for good instead of evil. I mean, back when I started out, it was flyers. Here's a flyer. Imagine trying to talk shit on a flyer. <laughs> so, oh my God! You'd be, oh, you'd be only 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 twenty people would know. <laughs> Rick would Rick would Rick would go uh, completely unnoticed. But you know. On, on a serious note, and then getting to shows, you put up right. fucking GPS and uh, everywhere you go now. And then when you get yeah. to the show, what's around the show? It's like it's so easy now. Oh my yeah. yeah, I mean, dude, we used to hop on the Metro North. I remember, and it would just be like you'd walk around, and hopefully you'd find your way to. You know, you'd, you'd follow the kids wearing the shirts or the punk rock. You know, you'd find somebody who looked. Yeah, remember that? I mean, dude, that, that's, that's how me, dude. That's how me and Yvonne that cool, found wetlands. Like going you to show that the cool wetlands. feeling though when you discovered something. Oh, I was like, yeah. oh, now it's like you are here. <laughs> Yo, now, now you could just check into some shit you're not even at. So that's like that's what sucks. Is like you could yeah. just fucking be online. But I mean, that's that's what's one of the cool things as a fan, Jimmy, is just like watching your legacy like dude whether it's watch seeing footage of you in godfather's a hardcore or in beastie boys videos or all this shit dude you've had such a story to you dude but like it's always been jimmy like you've never been something else like again so what's it like like all these years later when you see shit like that is it just a fucking trip or you're just like i want, it to, I want it to keep happening i want to yeah. do more fun shit i'm talking all right all right i'm recuperated i'm ready to go on tour again and fuck myself up some more but i i think the pandemic saved my life really because if i kept going the way the way i was going like we were on we were in japan when the pandemic was going yeah i, mean, I played we played up until March 16th, we played, uh, I think it was the 15th or the 16th, we played Boston. We were the last band, live band to play in Boston. You know, oh, that's crazy. I don't see the, I don't see those other Murphys doing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You very, you very quickly just mentioned that you guys I are working on. I keyboard. I got to make, <laughs> I can't make sound <laughs> effects. You were you were you were mentioning that you guys are working on new music, and I've been seeing that you've been doing some recording. Tell us a little bit about what's, uh, what are you working on over there, like uh, yes, some little new. Uh... It's like not like I normally say. Oh yeah, record's coming out soon. I have one more song to do on this record, and I don't know if everybody knows that Raven's not playing with us anymore because he's ancient, and uh, and just Shout to Raven. It was uh, very difficult to travel with him. So and, and I don't want you know sax anymore unless it's necessary, and you know, I don't want to throw sax in for every song. Right. And now for the new record, it's all going to be hardcore stuff, old school hardcore stuff. And awesome. then, because a lot of kids complain about the Scott song and stuff. So yeah. we're doing, no pun intended, we're doing one dedicated hardcore hardcore punk record and yep. the reggae ska record, two separate records. It means I, awesome. sell, I sell twice as many records, but. Yeah, yo, that's great. Yo, that, 
Jimmy. Yeah. Get me on, a, get me on one of those songs. Get me on You're a right. reggae song. Oh, that's it. Thank you. Can you announce what label's doing it or do we not know yet? Or Jimmy Records. Awesome. Good, man. I, I'm coming into some money uh, and I'm going to uh, fund everything myself. Awesome. That's and the best sell way it, to do it and sell it to distros as opposed yeah. to having someone else do it and wonder where my money is. Yeah. I'll know where my money is. Well, well you, you know what, too? You can, you can do a very good uh, like direct to fan campaign, especially Murphy's Law fans, and you could fucking crush it. I'm always happy to help you with that, man. That's what I do uh, in my, my day to day job. So if you need yes, any help, let me, let me know. Uh, we're also, I'm not done. We're also doing uh, a concept record. And it's funny enough to say it, but we're doing a record. It's, I, I think I, I need to uh, study more on what the time is on a 10 inch record, but yeah. um, obviously everything's coming out on vinyl with a digital download card. No more CDs because CDs are bullshit as we knew when they first came out. Um, they're good. They're good in the studio for like, let me get mixes and here you go. Here's a CD, but I, to sell, to sell your final uh, creation on a CD. Ah. Anyway, we're doing a, a concept record and it's going to, it's going to be a flyer pasted onto, onto the, the, the sleeve. It's going to look like a show. All the band's names on the flyer are the songs on the record. Oh, that's so, cool. So for instance, and obviously these are going to be some of the songs, Agnostic Front is going to be a song. Sick of It All is going to be a song. Oh, cool. is going to be a song. Crown of Thorns, Thank you. That's great. Well, <laughs> every, every chance to stick something in there. Killing, <laughs> killing time. I mean, our, yeah. a lot of our friends, and now bands' names suck, but a lot, a lot of our friends uh, came up with great names for bands. <laughs> and, the, yeah. and I don't know why it took me to figure this out, because I'm an idiot, but they're all great song titles. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I can also use it to make fun of my friends again. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. But that's Yo, pretty cool, right? That's cool. a, I like I mean, that's a really it's a con it's it's a cool concept that I'm actually I'm very I'm like I can't wait to see how that's no one's ever done it. No, no one's ever done it. I know what else I'm doing. Here we go. Right. This is what right. happens when I'm locked in this room for fucking months. You guys are gonna crack up. <laughs> You're gonna laugh. My uh, new guitar player Ben, who's great, um, his girlfriend, wife, uh, is very crafty. So she's making puppets of me and Felipe. Oh, that's great. So Everybody every day is asking me to do podcasts, so I'm doing a puppet podcast, like crank yankers. But no, it's me as a puppet and Felipe as a puppet, oh, and we're gonna be. Well, but you guys are, yeah, yeah, that's cool. I love it. That's, good. Yeah, that, that, that's real good, bro. Puppet pandemic party <laughs> podcast. <laughs> puppet, you guys are puppeteers. Chicks love puppets too, dude. <laughs> Yo, you could be a bitch roller coaster, don't you? Do it. You'd be a this is a great great time to be a ventriloquist. How's it going? You know, Jimmy, just put, put the mask on. Like, Jimmy! Jimmy! What? Just put the mask on. What? Which one? I got a whole a closet full of masks. No, <laughs> <laughs> this is a mask. And I come up there. <laughs> hey come Jimmy, up. let me let me ask you about playing with misfits. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the Misfits were great. They asked yeah, us that to was, do I it. got to see you guys at that. It was, you know, it was fucking anybody awesome. that talks shit about the Misfits. What do you, what do they do every day? The people that talk shit about the Misfits, yeah, I'd I, love to just grab each one of them and go, 
What do you do? They're what listening do you, to them. They're I, literally listening to the misfits. How do, how do you make, <laughs> how do you make your living? Glenn yeah. Danzig got up, got on stage with his fucking friends dressed like monsters and made a million dollars and they're yeah. making fun of them. <laughs> no, that show well, was sick. It, it was so cool to watch you guys on that stage, man. Jimmy, I have to say that, that you are yeah. the, 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 to me, the, best, the best ever. I, I try. No, no, listen, Jimmy. You did, if anyone asks anything, I always tell people that I learned everything from the, from the entertainer. <laughs> no, Yo, you, oh, I learned a lot of a lot. You of got your stuff. gift, brother. You got your gift, bro. You're, no, you're... no, no, no. I got my gift, but I, I basically took, I got, got it from you, Anthony Kamenali, and Paul Berra, and, and Roger put them together. Hey, what's up? Speaking of Roger. <laughs> <laughs> But you, got, you, are, you also introduced me to a whole bunch of people that, like, that I would never, you know, like, that changed my life. And, 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 and then and you beat them all up. And I didn't beat them. Listen. <laughs> Stop. Listen. No, Jimmy, I'm, I'm kidding. trying to say something. I'm, I'm trying to say something right now. Listen. Like, listen, I want to talk to you right now. This is serious. Like, from your band and, and the beautiful music you made, and an important music you made to help me out through this. I met Jack Flanagan, rest in peace. Rest Todd, you rest in peace. You mean Chuck Valley, rest in peace. You mean? Great, all my friends are dead. No, <laughs> Steve Pass. Yeah, rest so in listen, peace. Rest in peace. I'm saying, but these are people yeah. that changed my life all because of you, Jimmy. You Thank introduced you. that to me. Thank you. Well, you deserve it. You're my brother. <laughs> I love you, Jimmy. I love you too. I love you. How too. much I love you, like. I love, I, I, I love you too, Jay. We love Jay too. Oh, I, we you know love I Jay. Love Jimmy. But I, one time I was talking about, I was telling my girl the other day that you you, you took a, a hit of nitrous from a big tank and you fell on your head <laughs> on a rock, on a rock and broken glasses. And I was like, oh my God. I was hanging out with you as a little kid. We were like, <laughs> Remember right after that? I, I went to smoke the praying mantis too. Remember that? I went to smoke a praying mantis. No, I could not believe that we were hanging out. It was, we were in a in a meadow. In a dude ranch. We, we were at a dude ranch. Yeah, that's just the, 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 the horse, the rig the life thing. That's from that dude ranch. I was riding the horse too, but no, I didn't get so popular on it. <laughs> But you, you, you turned around. The guy, it was, it was, it was a, it was a kid for no reason. He was social value. The black kid, the singer, yeah. and and you went, you, you took it, and you went right, right, and you fell, and you hit the rock, and you did broken head. Your glasses like this. I was like, oh, yeah. God, no, you I was you. like, oh, I'll show you guys how to do whippets. I was like, next thing I was like, oh my god, no, I thought, I thought you died. I was like, oh my god, no, I'm not dying on whippets, bro. You know the great oh, thing about Story Queens is I could go on Grubhub right now and just order whippets, and I could order whippets. <laughs> <laughs> I could order whippets. I can have whippets delivered. I can have rush delivered. Forget it. Oh my God, that's oh, the fucking now. Man. If I could only have a companion delivered, I'd be great. Oh, <laughs> that's why I get the dog. It's all good. Dog ain't giving me that kind of love, bro. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we hear something crazy, Jimmy. The other day. I heard the I heard the 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 the, the, rendition, the song you did time. Oh, you never heard that before? Yo, I was tripping my girl on acid and we were like, holy shit. Yo, you killed it, Jimmy. You fucking killed it. Hey, let me see if I'm trying to find if I can play 
one of the new songs for you guys. If you can hear it good. Can you hear me good right now? Yeah. Let me see if I can hear it. If you can hear it. That, that came out good though, right? Yo, listen. When did you do that? 1974. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the things that when I when we were doing that stuff in that studio spa. We did I was, and yes. I was some compilation. You know, of course, people do the compilation, do the compilation. I'm like, all right, give me some money and I'll do the compilation. Here's the song. No. And then you never hear never hear of it again. Who's play, who played on that? Ben, that guy Ben. Ben no. Ben Gay. Ben. <laughs> yo, Jimmy, you're right. Yo, back at you're you're so right, dude. Back in the day, you would get so many compilations. like, yo, here's money, and they would never come out. Well, it's funny now. <laughs> It's not funny now, but it's now I get I have all these people asking uh, asking us to do give them a song. Okay. Yeah, oh no, I hate when they do that. No fuck yeah, that's that. Nice. I always, my response is always just song. what's the, what's the budget? Want. That's where you just write budget question mark. When I was in your when I was in your <laughs> bar or club asking for free drinks because I was broke, you weren't giving me drinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give me I, a song. Ooh. So so. And funny enough, like four clubs from Europe are asking us. I'm like, oh, you mean the clubs at Sick of It All Agnostic Front play four, four or five times a year and I haven't played in 10 years and they're asking me to give you a song? Yeah. Why am I the schmuck that gets the request for benefits and and free free, uh, free I, get, I, get them, I get them too. Jimmy, I get them also, bro. So what I'm doing for them, I'm doing. we're doing a song called The Situation. That's the working title. And Everyone, I'm gonna give them all the song. They can have the song. It's the song about the situation. It's the song. Take it. Here's the song. Everybody just has to use the same song on their comp. Just here. Yeah, I love it. Tough shit. I haven't put a record out in 15 years. It's so good. They can share the. They can share the song. Unfortunately, that's this. That's this. Wait, let me see. I got. I got this here. Tell me if you can hear it. Wait. Why is it loud? I can't. Hear. I'm trying to play the song, one of the new songs. I can't play it. Murphy's Law. Oh wait, it is Murphy's Law. Typical shit. It's called Beers in Hell too. No. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, my phone. I think my phone linked up with something else, and it won't play anything. All right. Anyway, you're gonna have to wait. <laughs> that, that's that's <laughs> episode, episode two. That, oh, that, man. You know what? Typical Diablo's done fashion. We were gonna we were gonna play you some new music, but you can't. You can't. Yeah, no, 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 Jimmy, you just send it to us. We'll play it. We'll play. We'll play the song in the middle of the thing. My, my, my turntable's right here, but I don't have it on vinyl. Um. Uh, oh, look what I do have on vinyl sitting right next to me. <laughs> hey. Jimmy, can we? I want to talk a little bit too. Any stories? Jimmy. Yes. Go ahead. How about how about any stories that you want to say about like me and you? I was just gonna. I was gonna ask. So I, want, I like to always ask what the first memory is, Jimmy. So what's your first memory of of, of Danny that that you feel? That oh God. You, <laughs> you could talk about. <laughs> first memory. God, yeah, I know I know Danny a long time. Every memory is always we're laughing and having fun. It's pretty much the same. <laughs> yeah. There's never been a bad memory. We've never I've never had a bad memory, but I've had a lot of bad hangovers <laughs> hanging out with him. <laughs> oh God. That was the oh, when, <laughs> when I was Oh, remember, remember Raw? 
Oh, oh my, my foot got stuck in the stage. I jumped through the stage. My foot got stuck. Do you remember stuck how crazy that was? These guys are beating everybody up in the whole club, and there was a certain motorcycle club there, and they're yelling at me to stop them. I'm like, you guys stop them. You're the motorcycle. You're the motorcycle guys. My problem was I jumped through the stage and the stage folded in and grabbed my leg. I couldn't get out of the stage. That was oh a Nicky Camp Club. Nicky Camp on that. He just had to close his club. He called Blackthorn 51. What? Yeah, they're, they're done. Oh, oh poor guy. I, I mean, Chip, Chip, of, of course, we were just talking about it. Chip just asked me to play, uh, and Paulie already asked me to play um, for Kingsland. But I'm, we're doing. Uh, oh, here we go. We're doing New Year's Eve. Yeah. Not New Year's Eve. What am I saying? That's just. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. <laughs> I, I'm trying to catch up on so many holidays for a year right now. We got a lot of partying to do. Um, we're gonna do St. Pa- we're gonna do St. Patrick's Day at Bowery Electric on one of these stupid, uh, these stupid uh, stream shows. <laughs> I have enough. I have enough problems with streaming with my penis. Never mind uh, with, the, with my band. Oh man. Okay. I, 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 I got to show you. My penis is looking funny. Let me show you guys. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> you're going to show those other... <laughs> the paperwork? The paperwork? <laughs> when, I was in, when I was in the hospital, I called... I hit the button for the nurse. I was like, nurse, nurse, my penis looks funny. She's like, really? And I pulled this out. And I was like... <laughs> Meanwhile, half dead. It would, it, would, it would figure that I would die because of my dick. Uh, talking about touring, I mean, you guys have been at it for fucking years, man. What are some of your favorite tours that you've been oh, on? Oh, yo, yo, Jim, Jimmy. The Beastie Boys tour is a good one. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I feel like that's one you, that probably most people want to know about. What are some of your memories? I mean, I know a lot of Fish people. But Fish, Well, Fishbone was on that tour. We also toured with the Chili Peppers. We toured with the Ramones. Yeah, you guys. I mean, you guys played with fucking everybody, man. For a I mean, that's, fucking stupid hardcore band. We got to play some shows. A lot of people just want to hang out with you, right, Jim? I think people just want to have a good time. Yeah. And that, that chick was wrong. It's not like girls just want to have fun. Everybody wants to have fun. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Jimmy, what are your what are your memories of that of uh, of the video, the Beastie Boys video shoot? Because I always like seeing you in that. We were up all night at a seven and literally went. Then you could stay out in New York and be in clubs 24 hours a day because clubs didn't close. That's one club, crazy. One club closed and after and then, right after, to the next. then after hours clubs closed. And it's not like you would think after hours clubs like you're in a seedy basement. After hours clubs, I'm talking about a big fancy club with a line of people waiting to go in, hot girls, bartenders, you know, like a real club. But it, That's amazing. It, it, run, it ran, those ran from like 4.30 in the morning till like noon. Yeah. Yeah. Old New York seems like it was so much fucking fun, man. Like I, I just see the videos and like all the the stuff and hear the stories you guys tell. And I can only imagine how much fun it was. I'd never, you know, we complain our whole lives and that's the problem. You keep complaining because it could always get worse. You always say it could always get worse. You're like, yeah, how much worse can this get? You know, there's two clubs to go to. Now there's no clubs to go to, no bars to go to, no restaurants to go to, nowhere to go. You know, even if you try to go out and enjoy a drink, it's like you my can't, local. Yeah, it's like a fucking joke. My local, uh, the local pub, um, the keys over here. The poor woman had to build a room in front of the room, so you're inside, but you're outside, but you're still inside. 
the, the logic to this fucking thing is so it, it doesn't make sense. Nothing makes sense. No. no, no nothing makes sense. That's the name but, of my new record. It, it makes it makes sense because it, it's them getting an inch of power and taking pounds of power and taking all the power. You know, uh, all right, you could open now. Now you can't open now. Now you could open, but you have to sell food. Why? Why? Why do you have to? Why? What make makes the deal when you sell liquor, but you don't have a rest? You don't have a kitchen, but you have to sell food. What that prevents the virus? It, it doesn't make sense. I mean, to me, a bar that doesn't sell food is safer than a restaurant because at least you pull the mask down and take a sip. Now they're making you eat, so you got to take the mask off longer to eat. The whole fucking thing is dumb, man. The whole thing, there, there's an underlying, I'm not a conspiracy guy like some of our brothers are, but yeah. <laughs> there's, no, there's, no, there's no joke that there's not other stuff going on around this whole motherfucking thing. It's just like in the, in, in, uh, the medical industry that you, you, you got a cold. They're saying you got COVID because they get more money. They're, they're saying, oh, I'll get the flu. No, you got COVID because they get more money. They get, yeah. This is a big money grab. Big Pharma. Big Pharma's always been so honest and good to the people. <laughs> well, right now, right now, right now, me and you are gonna walk. Oh, me and you, me and you gonna walk out and you're gonna, you're like pop out. Two guys gotta shoot us <laughs> from the pharmaceutical companies. Like, those guys do not play. That's no joke. We're kidding around, but it's true. I mean, they can't sell diarrhea medicine without it fucking killing you. You know <laughs> how many how many commercials do you put out on TV? And there's lawsuit commercials for the drugs that they sell. And there's half of the commercial is the warnings of all the things that happen when, that could happen to you when you take it. Never mind this thing that they rush to make that they're sticking in your arm right now. You know, all right, save the world. You know, don't blame it on China. It came from fucking China. So face it. <laughs> I think it got released from China. I don't think it, how did this, how did this, did, this wasn't like. Um, all, all, I, all I know is that I, I, I stay away from Warren and and and, and Warren and Royce. This is China. <laughs> Those are Chinese Americans. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. That's all right. <laughs> but every everybody everybody. I don't hear anybody wondering. It just came out of nowhere one day. Yeah. How did this just you know? Poof! It's there. No, it came from a fucking lab, and they let it out. Yeah, this is the same lab where they made scam dust. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Dust came from down, way down below. <laughs> the devil, the devil couldn't even keep him in hell. <laughs> He'll make a deal with the devil somehow. The, yeah, devil, the devil made a deal with him. He's like, <laughs> get, back, get, back, get back up there and get the fuck out of yeah. here, and I'll leave you alone. <laughs> yeah, he sent Scam Dust out for sure. You man. can do whatever you want, and you won't get in trouble. And that's <laughs> there you go. Yeah, he is, throw him out, just throw him. Get him out of here. That guy. He can do anything and go anywhere and not get in trouble. No, he just let them go. They love him. <laughs> he he go, he goes crazy and people buy him dinner and fucking clothes. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to do uh he, he needs to do like a a symposium for homeless people on how to get over on the world. Yeah, him and them too. They both of those guys. Who <laughs> and, and who? No, nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, MQ and Scam Dust. M who? Are you I always love when I hear you guys talk about Scam Dust because again, I've I've only known him as like from the outside. You know, so when when I hear you guys talk about, oh my god, this shit. I mean, we had him on as a guest, and that was a whole nother thing. Was that a four hour show? It was. It was interesting. We had we had to edit a 
a significant. But he, listen, I mean, he's very good. funny and and he's a unique individual with a most amazing personality. Some people, Best part. people can't deal with him because a lot of people live sheltered lives. It's the same people that are posting Bernie Sanders in every fucking picture online right now. <laughs> hey, like, ha, 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 look, I look, he's behind me. There he is. You know, but meanwhile, <laughs> they'll go through the trouble of doing that. But when their fate, when bands are playing again, they won't, they won't share a flyer. Or yeah, if, someone, no, no if someone's doing a, 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 a benefit such as myself, which people did kick in a lot, a lot of people didn't. Five, I got 5,000 followers on Facebook. You know, they, they won't do it. They won't spread a, a, a picture for a, a they dog won't rescue. Share, they won't share, they won't share for a good cause. It's no, but, so weird. But everybody, every, it's funny because everybody expects you to do the shit for them when they need it. I will, sure. though. I will look because I'm not a fucking dick. Oh, I won't. I'm, I'm <laughs> over. My, I said the favor bank on mine closed. No, no more favors outside. Jimmy, me, me, and you have 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 helped. Always pay benefits for people all the time. Even people that we never liked. People yeah. like don't do a better plan. We did. <laughs> no, seriously, and we'll do it. <laughs> Just the way all, you Jimmy it. and I always like when Murphy's always Murphy's law crown throwing the scar head, and then uh, then, then the funny thing is also when Jimmy plays and I play. All everyone comes out once again for free. They they bum rush the thing, they call yeah. us up and they drink our beer, they drink our fucking Jack Daniels or Jameson, <laughs> they do our coke, and I'm like, what the fuck? You know, then then then, 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 then something happens, a fight or something, they blame me and Jimmy. Always. It's not easy being green as Kermit. All right, well, when shows come back, when shows come back, you heard it here first. That no more. That's oh it. my god, when shows come back, Jack. I'm dead because everybody's <laughs> gonna want to have a good time. I don't yeah, think yeah. everybody's gonna want to run out and it's see gonna Houston be... today. They're gonna want to come out and see me and Danny have a good time. J Jimmy, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to take you around like weekend of Bernie's, weekend at Jimmy's though. Just keep uh, it let's going. Not, let's what leave you... Bernie at us. Let's do a weekend at Easy. <laughs> we... We're gonna do Jimmy. We we we'll go up there. We're gonna do sit home and rock for me and you. Then we're gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna come up and sing with you the whole fucking time. I'm sure I'm, I'm a second singer for Murphy's Law now. We'll do, the do, we'll do the Jewish version. We'll sit Shiva and rot. Sit <laughs> Shiva and rot. rot. Before we let Jimmy go, I just uh, let's plug a couple little things. So I have to do another podcast for a metal horror podcast. Oh, well, this yeah. one is oh, we're way more fun. So listen, I uh, a couple of things. Uh, so there's going to be some new music from Jimmy. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Oh, what's that? It's a killer beer can. That's sick. We're making killer beer toys. Now. Oh, that's amazing. That's I made amazing. the bo hey, there's more bobbleheads. Buy a bobblehead. Let me show the bobblehead because I did want I, I was gonna plug that at let the end get, of the let me get, let me get, show let me one get. off here really quick. Oh, I almost stepped on my dog. Crazy. <laughs> 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 so because when they did the bobblehead, and I know it wasn't the guy because he loves animals too. So is is <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. Almost the same size as my real head. <laughs> yeah, so there it is. It's funny because people are like, now you find like I made it. Oh, it's amazing! You never and saw I, that? Yeah, it's it's oh. on, on the back. It says it's, it's supposed to say adopt on shop, but they didn't put them on all of them. Yep, hey, Jimmy, there. let me let me ask you really quick about the the how did the process come together for that? Well, they take a little bit of my blood and they put it in this machine. <laughs> No, but like, uh, did you was that was that an idea? You did you go to them with the idea or no, no, no? There's a company called Agronautics, and uh, there's a guy Clint that's been my friend for a long time, and he's been doing it. He's done a lot of a lot of other. And I kind of like that he did all these other groups and all, all these other uh, musicians and, and such and entertainers, um, yeah. and then he asked me to do it. And, that's awesome. And, you know, he asked me to do it years ago, and 
you know, whatever. I was busy. Now I'm not. So boom. Now we're working on, and nobody knows this either. This is coming out. Now we're going to do a killer beer one. Oh, that's awesome. Yo, yo listen, amazing. And, and nobody knows about it either. We're, we're doing these things for turntables too. That's a, that's something I can't talk about yet, but when the record comes out, we're going to do a run of the records where, where it comes out with special stuff and you're going to get this special little thing for your turntable and a little, that's little, that's oh, that's a little cool. one of those, like a spinner, like, I, oh, I, yeah. I already know. You know, you know you gotta, Jimmy, you know what you got to do is you got to call, you got to call uh, Brian Flynn at super seven and get him to do uh, a reaction of the killer, the killer beer can. What's that? So what is super, he super seven uh, and Brian. He, 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 he reviews the stuff. He reviews no, no, stuff. He's, oh. the, he's the guy who did the eliminator and the rancid action. Oh, and all that. But he's a big hardcore guy. Uh, Maybe you should do a fucking uh, Murph man or something. Or well, that's something. What I'm, I, dude, the fact that the, the, <laughs> the fact that this doesn't exist yet is, is boggling to me. And you have to hit up uh, Brian Flynn uh, ASAP. I, mean, yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why they wasted the time doing that eliminated thing. Why don't they just make a stigma? They should have made a stigma. I'm working on a stigma one actually with Vinny. So we're going to, I'm going to give all uh, been, We've all been working on a stigma for quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> he was, a, he was our last guest. Actually, we, we had him here in Connecticut and it was, it was a really good time. Just don't wind up with a stigmatism. <laughs> <laughs> St- no, we got to make a, Jimmy, I'm going to send you uh, we got to make a killer. We got to get Super Seven to do a, a killer bee, uh, killer beer. Killer beer. Uh, killer beer. Well, actually, the uh, uh, Murph Man would be cool. The Murph, or Murph Man. Man yeah. Murph Man. Or oh, what's well, that? The Cavity Creep. Yeah, you got. We got. I'm gonna send you some. Uh, okay, some that's, a, that's a trifecta. Trifecta. I'm gonna, I gotta, I'm gonna send Jimmy some uh, some 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 uh, some ideas here offline. I mean, not for nothing. Murphy's Law's got a lot of character ideas and characters and all of our art and all the stuff we. Got a whole fucking we got a whole fucking record cover with with That's with what I'm saying. Play I mean, figures is, in it. It's it's so. it's boggling to me that this hasn't been brought up. So if uh, if somebody out there who knows Super Seven or Brian Flynn, tell them. Come on, we need a we need. And a the, the story with that record, which I think was dedicated. Um, yeah, might, dedicated. We would my my hopes was to get that, not those particular uh, characters, but I wanted to do a claymation video of all of that. Oh, that would have been sick. Yeah, money. Record yeah. labels, record labels. When you sign to record labels, they like to just put out enough stuff to recoup their money. Yep, that's that. So, well, not, that not, 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 not anymore with Dick Money Records. Woo, <laughs> Dick Money! <laughs> Dick Money Records in the house, spurting classics out. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy, before we let you go, where can, where can everybody keep up with you online? Where can we get the bobblehead, the merch? I'm not telling anybody. I'm going to plug it whether you tell us or not. So you might Facebook. as well tell us. Find me on Facebook, James Drescher. Don't call me Gestapo anymore. Okay. I don't want to get, can- I don't get canceled damn. out. I don't want, I, I can't believe I snuck through life with that stupid nickname as long as it is. <laughs> <laughs> For Christ's sakes, I'm talking to my goddamn Jewish brother here. I know the Gestapo I know. It's a great punk rock name, but I'm 55 now, and everybody, I don't want to just get shut. I don't want to get kicked off of Facebook for being called Gestapo. Now they just kick me. Now it's just like, oh, we don't like what you said. Now, now you're gone. Yeah, they just, they ban. <laughs> cancel culture. You're canceled. Canceled. Why don't they cancel Rick Healy? I think he had, I know he's been canceled numerous times, dude, for for fucking. No, they, they're always, they're always putting Paul Berry in the Facebook jail. <laughs> <laughs> just because of the way he looks, not because of what he said. <laughs> they're, they're, they're they're afraid of him. Did you see the chair I sent the picture of him to him? And it looked just like him. Wait, can you pull up the? Yes, you pull, I saw that. I saw that. Pull up the. 
I, I saw this chair and I'm looking at the chair and I'm like, I don't know where I was sitting with it. I'm like, do you see that? And I'm like, look at the chair. What do you see? And everybody was like, oh my God, the chair looked just like Paul. You're going to have to send me a picture of that to put in. Yes, please send so we can post it. I don't know so how that we send things. It. I'll have to mail it to you. That's okay. Right, so uh, keep up with Jimmy on uh, Facebook, Instagram. Instagram. There's going to be some new Murphy's Law music. Hopefully, it is. I don't know. That's not going to work. Wait, wait. Oh, you can kind of see it. I'm going to I'm going to put it in over the. There it is. There it is. Oh, my God. That's Look at that. It looks just like. You want to sit on Paul Bearer's face? There's the chair. Oh, God. Yo, that's fucking great, man. That'll keep you. Um, that'll keep you off your ass. So fucking, uh, Jimmy, thank you so much for joining oh, us. Oh. I, I real, I'm. I hope that the next time I see you, man, we are fucking partying. Well, uh, smoking. Let's do episode two. We'll do episode two. We'll talk All about right. more stuff. Smoking a joint. I'll be more prepared. Again. I'll be more prepared next time. Hey, man. Uh, <laughs> there's no such thing as uh, preparation on Diablos, no, and that would make a good show. Preparation Jimmy, H. You, Jimmy, you great, Jimmy. Preparation great. H is the only preparation I get involved in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're the best, Jimmy. Thank you so much, man. I love you, Jimmy. Us. Love you guys. You're right, forever. <laughs> forever. 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 Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers, all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.